Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. This is the season for nonviolence or for compassionate and kind action. Think about it that way. And and so I thought about roots. It's like what allows us to show up in the world in a peaceful and compassionate way? In part, it's, it's the roots that we have. I don't know how many of you have picked up a copy of the Unity magazine that's on the back there. That's, it's a promo copy, and you're welcome to have it. And there's an article in there that talks about roots. Um, and it talks about the roots of the redwoods. So... If you've read the article or you happen to know this, um, the roots, you would think, because they're so tall. These trees, some of these trees are taller than the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> they're, yeah, I don't know how, taller than a football field? Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, those are some great visuals to, to imagine how big these are. Somewhere I read that it was, you know, in terms of dimension this way, Greyhound bus. Wow. You know, they're big, big, big trees. And so you would think that they would have deep, deep, deep roots that would go with that. And they don't. They're very shallow. Very shallow. But what holds them together is that these roots are so thick and they're entangled with the roots of all the other trees, much like what Jim was talking about with the aspens. So it's the community of roots that holds the trees up no matter what comes their way, fire, wind, all the storms of life. And that's true for us as well. That's why what we're doing here, when you make the effort to come together on a Sunday morning, when you make the effort to be part of a spirit group, when you make the effort to do all the things that you do as part of a community, you are creating a root structure for spiritual presence in the world. It's really important. I was working with a couple of people this week, and, and I was so amazed because the same theme came up in two completely different lives. It's funny how that happens sometimes. Oh, and the word of the day is. <laughs> but, but the theme was about being alone, the idea that, that I'm on my own, and I I have nobody to rely on. And it's kind of like what Jim was saying when he, he talked about as a younger man, even though he was doing all these affirmations, he felt like he was on his own and he was lonely. The one person that I worked with in the, in the session that we did, she ended up going back to her experience of being born. Because all of this is, is embedded in our unconscious memories, but we don't have any conscious memory of it. We can't... But let me think. When I was born, I remember that nurse and what she looked like. We don't. We don't have any memory of that, but unconsciously, we do have memory. And, her, and she was born. She's an older person, and she was born at a time when they, as soon as it looked like the baby was coming close, they knocked the mother out if they hadn't done it it already. And, and so then they grabbed the baby with forceps and pulled the baby out. And then they put the baby on a cold scale. And it's just like, 
what were they thinking? <laughs> you know, now that we know more about about birthing and babies and consciousness, we thankfully don't do those things anymore. But that was done then, and that was her experience. And so as she is reliving it and just letting go of the stuff that's embedded in there, what's coming up for her is she's all alone. And actually, she was. And then she was probably carted off to a, a nursery to be put in a bed all by herself, where she wouldn't see her mother for a while. So that message that she's all alone, her work is to combat that idea. And the way that you combat it is on a spiritual plane. It's what Jim was saying about how you, you envision these roots that you have. And you tell yourself, this supply is coming to me. Everything that I need, I am connected. And just holding that vision is healing medicine. It will heal you in a way that nothing else can heal you. That's the most important thing that we all can do. But it's not all that we can do. In order to have roots that are really healthy, we need to take care of them. And I want to give you an acronym, which is HEART. And if, if you're a person who likes to take notes, I am. Somehow I listen better when I'm writing. I will not be offended by that. And you have a thing in your program that says notes, so go for it. <laughs> um, or put it on your phone. I don't care about that either. Um, you can be texting your boyfriend somewhere, and I'll, I'll think you're just being so attentive. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so heart, the H stands for helping hands, be, being there with people. So maybe it means you're actually signed up for helping hands. If you're not signed up for helping hands yet, or if you don't know about it, Jose is in the back. Raise your hand, Jose. Turn around and look at her. <laughs> she, um, she's the coordinator for this. And this means that if something is going on for you, like you need help um, getting back from an appointment because... It, uh, with a doctor because you're not going to be in condition to drive and so you need a ride or you're moving and you need some help packing up the boxes because moving is a miserable activity usually and if you're by yourself it's even more miserable so it might be something like that or you're going on vacation and you need somebody to do something with your dog you know whatever it might be you can put that need out to the community and the wider the root system that we have the more likely somebody is going to be able to do that but then if you're on that list it also means sometimes you say yes I can do that you know it's usually not super convenient it means you have to make some effort for someone else. And that's, that's what it takes to create a community. It takes caring enough that you make an effort. H also stands for hang with. So that means you spend time with each other. I know my daughter's looking at me like, oh, mom's trying to be hip. <laughs> and not, but that's okay. Um, so... So, it, like when we have this new friends group that has, Debbie has started it, and raise your hand, Debbie. So if you're not on that and you want to be, you can talk to Debbie. So
So that means if you want to do something on a particular night and you don't have somebody to do it with, you can put it out there and say, hey, somebody want to do this with me? Or somebody else is looking for company and you say, yeah, I could do that. So it, it means spending time getting to know one another. Spirit groups are a wonderful opportunity for that. I know there are some really wonderful friendships that are forming because of that. And because you're getting to know people in a smaller environment. You know, you can't, sitting here, you don't get to know people that well. Over there in the brunch, maybe you get to know them a little better. But it's, you have to put energy into it. And that's what the H of heart is all about. Putting in energy to get to know and to support one another. E is for encourage. And encourage means that's, that's helping people to see who they are and what they can do. Dave is so wonderful at encouraging people to get up here and sing. And there are, I know, I hear this all the time, people encourage one another. Because we all have a tendency to think that, um, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm all right, but I'm not that good at something, whatever it is. But, but people outside of us see our light. And use your words. Tell people that. Because we all can use it. And you don't know. You never know what, when the day is that somebody really, really, really needs those words of encouragement. It's very important to do that. The word encourage has cour, a French word, in the middle as the root. It means heart. A is for appreciation. And it's related to encouragement, but it's, it's really seeing people and telling them positive things. It's letting them know that you see who they are. Remember when Avatar came out and, and that whole way that they had of connecting people where they say, I see you? And, and I see you means seeing below the surface. I mean, it's lovely to say, oh, that's a beautiful outfit you have on. You know, everybody likes to hear that. Well, I don't know. All of us women like to hear that. <laughs> let's, let's get this real specific. <laughs> and maybe some of the men like it. But, but it's really seeing beneath the surface. It's being able to say, Terry, I see you and I see how much tenderness you have and how much enthusiasm you have for life and how much patience you have with the situations that face you. I really see your light. It's being able to look at the people that are around you and really pay attention to them. It's being able to say, Shauna, I see you. I see your passion as a mother. I see your commitment to being the best you can be and letting your light out. I see the fierceness that you have that allows you to overcome whatever gets in the way. You're going through it all the way. How does it feel even just to be in the room? I have heard people 
give that kind of appreciation. And I've been standing nearby them. And I've had so much emotion just from hearing what they have to say. But it takes, it takes courage to do that. It takes heart. Especially if you're going beneath the surface. What if you say something that isn't true? <laughs> How can it not be true? If we're all one, aren't those qualities in everybody? <clears throat> and if you trust your intuition, you're going to be guided to say things that are the right thing for that person. Things that you didn't even know you knew until it came out your mouth. It's so important. They've done studies. Um, there's a guy, Dr. John Gottman, up in Seattle. He has this thing called the Love Lab. So you and your honey can go up there and get wired up. And then he says, okay, go ahead and fight. And so he measures what happens to you while you're fighting and notices things like how long does it take for your heartbeat to settle down again and, and the differences between men and women. And he he's um, predicts within 98% accuracy whether a couple will stay together or not based on all these different ways that they, that they fight and recover. And, and one of the things that has come out of this is the balance between criticism and appreciation. So we know, if we're honest, criticism comes out pretty easily because we just, we look at the world and we see ways it could be better, right? It's just how we're wired. And brain science actually says we're kind of more likely to notice the negative. But what we need from one another is five times as much appreciation. So when somebody gives you words of appreciation, it bonds you together in important ways. It'll make your day. Dave had a a couple of weeks ago, he, he texted me just some words of appreciation. And I, even when I'm cleaning out all my other messages, I keep that one in because it was just so beautiful and encouraging. And, and if I need a little encouragement, I just whip up out that text and read those words of appreciation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But you, you just never know. You never know where something will land for somebody. You can't overdo appreciation as long as you're sincere with it. R stands for risk. And as a community, if we want a strong root system, we have to take risks. It might be a risk like um, getting up here and singing for the first time. <laughs> yeah. R is for Rachel. Yeah. R is for Rachel. Yeah, taking a risk. <laughs> um, but but there are other risks that you take in the spirit groups. We we get into those spirit groups to bond and also to grow. And we're not going to grow if we don't take a risk. If we don't try something that we haven't tried before. You know how it is, you get the same results if you keep doing the same thing. You have to take a risk. 
You have to take a risk when we're talking about appreciations and encouragement. There's a risk involved in putting yourself out there with another person. There's a risk involved in being vulnerable and truthful about who you are. Maybe somebody does something that hurts your feelings. It's risky to say, that hurt me. Because you don't know how that will be received. And I hope it will be received tenderly and honestly. But you don't know that. You don't get a guarantee. And so you have to take a risk. Because if you don't take a risk, then resentment begins building inside of you. Don't, don't kid yourself and say, oh well, it was nothing. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. And it's a gift to somebody else when you take a risk and you tell them what's true for you. When you're sharing with other people, sometimes it's appropriate in the conversation to share something that was really hard for you, something when you didn't feel like your halo was very well polished. And there's a risk in sharing that because others might judge you. You don't know. But community that is a solid community involves being vulnerable with one another and taking risks. And finally, T is for trust. Kind of similar to risk. You risk because you trust. But we have to trust one another. We have to trust one another to keep our confidences. We have to trust one another to forgive us. As I, as I was thinking about this talk, I, I went for a walk um, yesterday and, and was just getting it all, um, you know, organized in my mind. And, and I come along to this part of the sidewalk that had not been cleared. And so now it's just kind of this icy patch. And there's, I could plow through the snowbank that was on one side or just make my way downhill on this ice patch. And so my first thought, of course, was, man, they're not very good neighbors. They didn't clear this path. And luckily, I didn't, I didn't stay there in my mind. Maybe it helped that I'm thinking about this talk, you know. Let's see, how does criticism and <laughs> resentment fit into creating a good root system? But, but I, it occurred to me that, well, I don't know anything about their story. M maybe they were really sick. Maybe they live alone. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't clear it. But maybe I can just be accepting of, for some reason, they didn't clear it. Maybe I can be forgiving. Maybe I can trust that they didn't get up trying to make my life more miserable. <laughs> I think I can be pretty confident of that. <laughs> but we have to trust one another. We have to trust one another that we're all evolving wanting to be the best people we can be in this world. And as we do this, we create a root system where nobody feels alone. And the strength of that radiates out from us to other people. 
because we're not the only ones, we in this room, that need this support. This is what our world needs. When that song says what the world needs now is love, sweet love, love is kind of vague. But what love looks like is being able to lean on one another, is having the support of a strong system. That's what we give each other in this community. And that allows us to be peaceful and compassionate to all. <laughs>